Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's, there's usually people in there at some odd hours. Recorded. And they're chatting. And, hey, and sometimes I'm one of them people at odd hours in the chat room. So usually you can um, you know, find somebody to talk to if that's uh, or chat with, should I say. Not really talk to, because you're not really talking. You're chatting, which means you're typing. Okay, so eh, it seems to be a big deal. I mean, I see uh, everybody, I, although it's not the same, I guess on your computer you can use all your fingers. On your smartphones, I guess it's just your thumbs, right? Because I see, gosh, I see uh, 70% of the people, okay? Well, maybe 60%. 60% of the people, usually younger are walking around head down thumbs going like crazy on this on this smartphone you know and then there's another uh you know 10 or 20% walking around with the cell phone like stuck up to their head you know I, how did we get along huh how did we get along back in the day when there was no cell phone no texting no nothing you just went you know, and about your business by yourself or with whoever you're with, and you actually spoke to them. I see groups of younger people walking around. They've all got their little smartphones, and they're all just got their heads down, and they're all just texting away, completely ignoring the friends around them. I see people at restaurants. Sitting at the table, everybody's got their cell phone and they're texting away, not saying a word to each other. It's just weird, man. I mean, back in the day, gosh, try to find a payphone these days, man. They're not easy to find. Oh, oh, we had to get rid of those because, you know, uh, you can make drug deals on those and we can't have that. We got to take that away. Any little bit of anonymity has been taken away from the people. You think that's right? Do you really think it's justified because there's a small percentage of people dealing drugs? I mean, really, how many people, the percentage now, of Americans do you really believe are drug dealers? How, what percentage? Do you think there's more drug dealers than there are homosexuals? Really? I don't think so. And the max, okay, the maximum percentage that I've ever seen is 3% homosexuals in this country, which is far too many. It used to be like under 1%, not too many years ago. But drug dealers are probably point, point zero one percent of the population of this country, yet 
They have used that 0.01%. Okay, there's 0.01% people engaged in an activity that pay phones can facilitate, and it is an illegal activity. So what we have to do is take out all the cell phones for everyone's use. Take them out. Get rid of them. We need to get rid of your anonymity because there is a 0.01% criminal element in society that we need to eradicate. Does that make sense to you folks? Really? Because you know what? If it makes sense to you, you're an idiot. And that's what you've done. All the rhetoric, all the fear porn, all, you know, about all drug dealers all around you. We got to stop them. We got to stop them. They're going to turn your kids into junkies. What's more likely to turn your children into junkies is dirt cheap heroin. Dirt cheap heroin brought to you by the CIA. That's right. They have flooded the market with so much heroin that now it's dirt cheap. Thanks. And they're keeping it dirt cheap by using the United States military to defend all the poppy fields in Afghanistan to keep that opium rolling. That's what's more likely to turn your children into junkies rather than a drug dealer using a payphone somewhere. But we fell for it. The whole country fell for it. Oh, my. Let's just pretend for a moment, and it is pretending. But let's just pretend for a moment that, well, there are bad, bad Muslims out there, and they want to blow up the whole country. They want to kill us all because we're free. They hate us because of our freedoms. All right. How many of them do you think there are? And I don't mean just Muslims. I mean Muslims that, you know, are willing to do something. Again, we're probably under 1% of the population. So we have to have the Patriot Act. We have to have the, you know, uh, that other one. What's the military something or another? We have to have that. We have to take away your freedoms. We have to take away any any kind of privacy in banking transactions. Because, well, there's an under 1% of the population that uses that privacy to commit crimes. So we have to take it away from everyone I mean, really, folks, what kind of, you know, what kind of republic is that? You see, everybody likes to spout off about how we're a republic, not a democracy. Really? Well, that's not what I see. I see a democracy. Do you know why? Because, you see, you have a right to privacy, a God-given right to privacy that is supposed to be protected by the law of the Constitution, which every one of these public officials supposedly takes an oath to uphold. They can make all the laws they want until 
they start infringing upon any of those rights, then they're supposed to have to stop. That's a republic. We're sure the people can vote to rape Sally, but you know what? Sally has a right not to be raped. So, sorry, even though you voted for it, you can't do it. But in a democracy, 51% decide, hey, let's vote to rape Sally. Guess what? Bend over, Sally. It's your turn because we're a democracy and that's the way it goes. So, folks, you know what? When 1%, under 1%, or one-tenth of 1% of the population is doing something that's bad, and the government decides to violate everyone's rights to stop it, that's a democracy. And not only is it a democracy, it's treason. It's treason. You know why it's treason? Because the Constitution guarantees a Republican form of government to the states of the Union. And the public officials all took an oath to uphold that. They're not doing that. They are aiding and abetting the enemies of the United States of America. That's treason. And every one of them that voted for the Patriot Act, every one of them that voted for all these other laws that violate people's rights, is treason. Anyway, it seems, no, I guess we don't, because uh, they went away. Those of you that heard the phone ring, I did pick it up. I did push them on to get online, but now they're gone. So, there you go. That's right. Somebody says democracy is two wolves and a sheep voting about what's for dinner. That's right. That's what it is. In a Republican form of government, you know, uh, two wolves and a sheep can still vote about what's for dinner. But when the two wolves vote the sheep is dinner, the sheep can say, sorry, uh, no, I'm not dinner because I have a right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And uh, sorry, you can't have me for dinner. Vote again. Does that seem like where we're at? It doesn't to me. It seems we are a democracy. You know, you can call it what you want. You can uh, you can say, hey, no, we're not. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we really are a democracy. They have turned it into a democracy. And my view about where it happened, and this is arguable. I mean, anybody, you know, a lot of people have a lot of good ideas about when and where and how it happened. And they could be right and I could be wrong, okay? But I could be right, too. And what I think is where things really changed was the 17th Amendment. I really, really do. Because this is the amendment that took away the state's suffrage in the Senate. The states of the Union are no longer represented in the federal government. Do you know that? Just the people. Everything is a popular election. Democracy. This government was set up, the federal government was set up to where everybody affected had a say. Do you know who created 
the Constitution? It says we the people. We the people of who? We the people of the several states. Because you see, the people didn't ratify the Constitution. The states ratified the Constitution. And yes, within the states, the people said yay or nay. But then the state had to go and actually ratify it, not the people. The federal government was not created directly by the people. It was created by the states of the Union. The people directed their states. So, inadvertently, yeah. But you see, the federal government is once removed from the people. Because, really? The federal government wasn't to have a whole lot to do with the people. This is why the people are only represented in the House of Representatives. And the House of Representatives, by themselves, really only have one bit of real power. And that bit of real power is they decide what gets paid for and what doesn't get paid for. Do you know why? That is really the only representation that the people have in the federal government. Because that is the only thing that directly affects the people of the federal government, if it's a lawful government, which it isn't. Because, you see, if the federal government wants to do something, it costs money. That money is supposed to come from taxing the people. That's why the people... The House of Representatives gets to decide, no, we're not funding that. No, we're not paying for that either. You can vote for all the things you want, but we're not giving you any money for that. Because that directly affects the people. They got to pay for it. The people were the ones paying for everything, so they were the ones that got to decide, no, we're not paying for that. But the Senate... did not represent the people directly. The Senate represented the states of the Union. Because, you know, honestly, the same things that affect the people directly don't necessarily affect the states in the same way. And seeing as how the federal government was basically created to serve the interests of the states of the Union, the states of the Union had representation in the Senate. And the Senate has less people, and and it has more power. Now, that power is offset by the House of Representatives, but... Just by itself, it has more power. And it has more power simply because there's less people. There's a hundred people. It's easier to get things done with a hundred people than 435 people. Who does the president represent? Again, the president represents the states of the Union. And he still does, by the way. 
oh, we have a popular election. But guess what? Those votes, they do not choose the president, as you saw with George Bush versus Al Gore. And it's happened before, where the popular vote goes to one candidate, which means more people voted for candidate A than they did candidate B. But candidate B still won the election. How can that be? What's wrong here? It's called the Electoral College. And the Electoral College basically uses your little poll, and that's all it is. It's like going on the Internet and taking a poll. This is my opinion. This is what I like. This is what I think. And then the Electoral College decides, will I take that advice or will I vote the way I want? It is not a direct popular election. Now, how's the Electoral College picked? Well, now it's picked by the parties. Okay? Now it's picked by the parties. But at one time, it was uh, picked by the legislatures. And it may still be, they may still have to approve these people. But, you know, the thing is, the legislatures are run by the parties, right? I'm looking this up. Because um, I don't want to tell you wrong, and I'm realizing it's been a long time since I've looked this up. Uh, let's see. Okay, who are the electors? From what I remember, the legislature uh, decides. All right, here we go. The U.S. Constitution contains very few provisions relating to the qualifications of electors. Electors are the ones in the electoral college. They are the ones that elect the president, not you. Uh, Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2 provides that no senator or representative or person holding an office of trust or profit under the United States shall be appointed as an elector. As a historic matter, the 14th Amendment provides the state officials who have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States are given a comfort to its enemies or disqualified from serving as electors. This prohibition relates to post-Civil War era. Each state's each state's cert Certificates of accreditment confirms the names of the appointed electors. A state certification of its electors is generally sufficient to establish a qualifi the qualifications of electors. Who selects the electors? The process for selecting electors varies throughout the United States. Generally, the political parties nominate electors at their state party conventions or by a vote of the party's central committee in each state. Each candidate will have their own unique slate of potential electors as a result of this part of the selection process. Electors are often chosen to recognize service and dedication to their political party, meaning loyalty. The electors are chosen based on their loyalty to the party. They may be state elected officials. 
party leaders or persons who have personal or political affiliation with the presidential candidate. On election day, the voters in each state choose the electors by casting votes for the presidential candidate of their choice. You getting this? You are not voting for the president. You are voting for the presidential... Uh, you, are, you are choosing the electors. Okay? Which you don't know who they are. Like, uh, you know, let's say Hillary Clinton and George, and George Bo- uh, Jeb Bush are the things. You vote for Hillary Clinton, you're actually voting for her electors, not her. You vote for Jeb Bush, you're voting for his electors, not him. Okay? But you don't know who they are. This is a fraud all the way through, isn't it? The electors' names may or may not appear on the ballot below the name of the candidates running for president, depending on the procedure in each state. The winning candidate in each state, except Nebraska and Maine, which have proportional distribution of electors, is awarded all the state's electors in Nebraska and Maine. The state winner receives two electors, and the winner of each congressional district receives one elector. The system permits the electors from Nebraska and Maine to be awarded to more than one candidate. Are there restrictions on who electors can vote for? There is no constitutional provision or federal law that requires electors to vote according to the results of the popular vote in their state. Ha! Some states, however, require electors to cast their votes according to the popular vote. These pledges fall into two categories, electors bound by state law and those bound by pledges to political parties. The U.S. Supreme Court has held that the Constitution does not require that electors be completely free to act as they choose, and therefore political parties may extract pledges from the electors to vote for the party's nominees. Some state laws provide that so-called faithless electors may be subject to fines or may be disqualified for casting an invalid vote and may be replaced by a substitute elector. You don't vote the way we want you to vote, and you're out of here. The Supreme Court has not specifically ruled on the question of whether pledges and penalties for failure to vote as pledged may be enforced under the Constitution. No elector has ever been prosecuted for failing to vote as pledged. Today, it is rare for electors to disregard the popular vote by casting their electoral vote for someone other than their party's candidate. Electors generally hold a leadership position in their party or were chosen to recognize years of loyal service to the party. Throughout our history as a nation, more than 99% of electors have voted as pledged. Yep. Here in Oregon, they have the state pledge and a state law. Oh yeah, you uh, you gotta vote. You vote the way uh, you vote the way we tell you to vote. 
Unbelievable. Anyway, that's 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 the short of it, and that's how that goes. So, you know, now remember last time Hillary was running for something. She actually said she wanted to get rid of the Electoral College. I don't know. What do you think, folks? I mean, I know, I know, I know. It doesn't really matter. But seeing as how that our election machines are corrupted, isn't it better that it's not by popular vote? I mean, isn't it better that the party hacks just decide for us? Because, I mean, you know, after all, they're going to do it anyway. Seeing as how they have all the election machines rigged, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think we should get rid of the Electoral College, or do you think we should keep it, or do you think <laughs> it doesn't matter? Well, we're at break time. That matters, so we're going to take a break. Wow, I'm over break, but we'll take it now anyway, so we'll be back in a bit.
have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. have denied internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for $149. $49.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Down in New Orleans where everything's fine All the people just buying that wine Drinking wine is their delight And when they get drunk they start fighting all night Knocking down windows, breaking down doors Making half gallons and cars for more And you got a nickel, I got a dime Let's get together and buy some wine Some buy a pint, some buy a quart And if you buy a half gallon, you're playing this wine Drinking wine, wine, wine Hey buddy, pass that pie for me
kids run and start fighting on us. Knock it down windows, break it down doors, make it half gallons and shop for more. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is still the 20th of August, 2015. It's Thursday. It's about 1243 and a half out here. Pacific time, if that's true where you're at. Given the time differential, you can call in and participate in the show 800-932-1980 or go to the chat room which is located at our website theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com you will see the chat link click on it it's easy to get in the people are friendly well for the most part except for spud he's not so friendly but you know i had to say that anyway Everything else you need to know about the network is also located on our website. You can contact me directly using Yahoo Instant Messenger. My screen name is AVRN Talk. And I don't I don't give this out much uh because you'll see it at the website, but you can also email me if you'd like. And it's American Voice Radio at Yahoo.com. Pretty simple, but uh, if you want to reply, make sure you put that in the email because usually I don't reply unless somebody wants a reply. I get a lot of emails, and I try to read them all, um, but you know, if I was going to reply to them all, well, that would just be my full-time job. So, you know, anyway... Uh, all right. Let's uh get to some stuff here. Eh, did the electoral college. Uh So, did you read this about Hillary and Huma? They're quite the team. Uh, apparently they treat the uh secret service like their, you know, their personal uh valets they want them to carry their bags and uh Uma pushes her way through with no ID don't you know who I am you know a little arrogant this is somebody who wiped out their blackberry uh Huma should go to jail along with Hitlery you know here's something and you know I uh 
maybe I'm being unfair just because I think it's a freak. But Bruce Jenner, I'm not calling it Caitlyn, whatever it wants. Bruce Jenner could face manslaughter charge and deadly Malibu crash. You know, I... uh, Obviously, if if they're going to do this, and they have submitted the charges to the district attorney, okay, they must have some sort of evidence. Uh, and let's see here. It's six-month uh, investigation. According to authority... Kim Howe's Lexus rear-ended Jessica Steinoff's Toyota Prius, and Jenner's Escalade rear-ended Howe's car, pushing it into oncoming traffic. Well, now you know, uh, here we have a Lexus, an Escalade, and a Prius. Seems like all rich people. Gee, let's all shed a tear. Huh? Now, actually, do you hear what happened here, though? Kim Howe's Lexus rear-ended Jessica Steinoff's Toyota Prius. And Jenner's Escalade rear-ended Howe's car. This looks like, you know, Jessica Steinoff in her little Prius probably was stopped in traffic or something. Now, Steinoff and Howe's family separately sued Jenner. You see, this is like, well, we're just going to sue who's famous. We're going to sue who we know's got money. Because uh, Kim Howe, Rear-ended Jessica Steinoff's Toyota Prius. That was the start of the crash. Okay? That was the start of it. Jenner rear-ended how? And they're blaming negligence was to blame for the crash. That Jenner... See... Steinoff's family is suing Jenner, even though it was Howe's car that rear-ended them. Now, if anybody had a case to sue, it would be Howe suing Jenner, and you rear-ended me. But, you know, wait a minute. The only reason I rear-ended you was because you rear-ended the Prius. You know, honestly, as much as I hate Bruce Jenner, you know, this, uh, this isn't right. This isn't uh this isn't not manslaughter, you know. It's a darn shame about Jenner and, and really bad things should happen to him, but this isn't right. But anyway Here's something that you need to pay attention to, folks. And and you know, I, I keep telling you and Maybe you're listening, maybe you're not. Maybe you're acting on it, maybe you're not. But you really do need to act on this. And and you know what? I don't care what you do. 
You can buy gold and silver. You can buy food and water. You can buy guns and ammo. You can do something, but do something. Do what you think you need to do because there is a problem coming. And you can say, well, this is just uh, porn fear or whatever you want. But you don't need to be afraid. You need to prepare. You know, somebody telling you, well, look, man, there's a hurricane on the way. You don't have to be afraid. You need to start boarding up your windows. You need to start battening down the hatches. Chances are, if you do, your house is going to get through it. Chances are, if you don't, you're going to have a real bad problem. And this is the same thing. There's no need to be afraid, but there is a need to start taking precautions. The headline, United States lacks ammo for next economic crisis. Now, on uh, American Independence Hour on uh, Tuesday, I was co-host with Al, and we were talking about this. That Actually, no, it wasn't. It was when I uh, interviewed... Uh, James Corbett, we talked about the fact that, you know, they're kind of in a jam because they can't raise interest rates. They know this, especially after the Chinese thing. That that made it very clear that there's no way you can raise interest rates. If you raise interest rates, you will absolutely implode the economy. You will shut it down. It'll it'll just stop, man. It'll it'll stop breathing right away. Bang. But you can't lower interest rates either. Because if you do, you're going to end up in negative territory. Which creates a whole other set of problems. Now the idea is, well, if you get negative interest rates, and, and what does that mean to you? Okay, what that means to you is where you're getting your big 1% interest payments on your savings account. Yeah, well, they'll turn around and start charging you 1% on your savings account. That's negative interest. Negative interest is a fancy way of saying, instead of paying you for your money, they're going to start charging you. Instead of paying you for the privilege of using your money to make more money, they're going to start charging you for the service of keeping your money in their bank. That's the difference. What do you think that's going to do? Well, they hope. See, when they do something like that, they hope that what it will make you do is say, well, instead of saving any money in the bank in my savings account, I'm going to go out and spend it all because I don't want to pay these fees, basically, right? Well, okay, that might work in a society where people actually save money, but you see... Americans are already doing that. Nobody's saving any money. People spend money as fast as they can get it because you know why? They have to. So you see, the negative interest rate is not going to perform the way they want. What it may do is have people say, you know what? I'm taking my money out of the bank. I might keep my account open with a minimal amount of money, 100 bucks or whatever. If I need to write a check, I'll I'll throw a hundred bucks in there to cover it. Or maybe I'll just start paying cash for stuff because I'm not going to have them robbing me. I'm already getting robbed by by inflation. 
And that happens, you know, with dollar bills in your mattress or your pocket or wherever. It doesn't matter where your dollar bills are. Inflation is robbing it. But you want to get double robbed by keeping your 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 money in the bank, which is already being robbed by inflation. You want to keep it in the bank so they can rob it some more? See, people will take their money out of the bank. This will not be well this will not do well for the banks, you see, because the banks now, you might not know this, but at the last G20 and the last uh, little uh, legislation to keep the government running, what they added was that banks can now use deposits as their capital. You know what that means? That means that that's called a bail-in. Okay, that's what the fancy little name they've come up with, bail-in. Meaning, instead of getting money from the government when they you know, make their risky bets and lose and all their CEOs and all their executives get these big tens of millions of dollar bonuses and they find out that, oh, gee, the bank's in trouble. We're losing money. Oh, my. What are we going to do? Oh, oh, let's not. We're not going to Daddy Warbucks anymore for money. What we're going to do now is use our own capital to back us up, which is your deposit. Sorry, Joe Lunchbucket. We've got to take your deposit for our use because we're in trouble and you can't pay your mortgage. That's just tough. You know what, buddy? Because you can die, the bank must survive. Yeah. So here's an article about it. U.S. lacks ammo for next economic crisis. They don't. They they've run out of of toys in their bag of tricks. This is why Ponzi schemes are illegal, folks. Because eventually, you run out of Schlitz. That's something Al says that I like because I remember those, uh, you know, commercials as a kid. You know, back when the evil beer could be, uh, you know, advertised on TV. Money has been Washington's primary weapon in the decades since British economist John Mayer Keynes proposed aggressive government spending to battle the Great Depression. Yeah, great plan. The U.S. generally, you know what? And that didn't help the Depression at all. None of Franklin Delano Roosevelt's plans helped the economy during the Depression. Everything he did made it worse. Do you know that? Go look it up. Every government spending program Roosevelt did made the Depression worse. The only thing that got us out of the Depression was World War II. Yep. You know, and then, oh, of course, Ken, uh, the Keens took all the credit. Well, look, see, my plan worked. We're, we're booming now. No, it was World War II. It was none of the programs. They all made it worse and made it last longer than it would have if you just let the market correct itself. It's like vaccines, taking the credit for getting rid of all these diseases. Oh, and it just happened that they started vaccinating at the same time. Everybody started getting indoor plumbing and everybody started washing their hands and personal hygiene became something more common. Yeah, gee, what a coincidence. And vaccinations took the credit. We got rid of everything. 
No, they didn't. You know why they didn't? Because vaccinations don't work. Hey, they admit vaccinations don't work. You want to know where they admit vaccinations don't work? And this should be your thing. Next time they say, well, you know, you need to get vaccinated uh, to protect all the vaccinated. Really? So you admit your vaccinations don't work because you see me being unvaccinated. If I get sick, you shouldn't have anything to worry about because you're immune, right? Yeah. The thing is, if they're afraid of getting infected by non-vaccinated people and they're vaccinated, that is an admission vaccinations do not work. It's a fraud. It's like communism. Everybody has to participate or everybody will realize it's a fraud. It doesn't work. Same with vaccinations. Anytime they force everybody to participate in anything, it's a fraud. It's a bad idea because you don't have to force people into good ideas. You only have to force people into bad ideas. Anyway, I got to go. I'll be back again tonight. We got a full day coming up. Stay right where you're at. And as always, thanks for listening. Does the cost and risk of conventional healthcare concern you? Wouldn't you prefer inexpensive solutions to health problems rather than disease management? If so, tune into Herb Talk Live with herbalist Wendy Wilson every Tuesday and Thursday evening, 7 p.m. on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, where your healthcare options just became endless. Food prices have increased over.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.